slides it out for Ekblad. Back to Hoffman, blocked by Polak and Rice! Another spectacular stop! Broussard tees it up and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us today and that you're part of the Locked On Islanders family. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. We're going to talk a little bit about the Islanders offense. Where do they stand right now uh, as compared to a year ago? Obviously, you know, rumors going around about the possibility of adding Vladimir Tarasenko that, you know, a number of potential free agents are returning or have re-signed, but it's not official yet. But we're going to do our best to piece together where the Islanders' offense actually stands right now. We also continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders' roster. Today, we are going to take a look at Ryan Pulak, where he stands what his season was like, and what his future is like with the New York Islanders. We also have our Islanders' birthday of the day and a lot more to discuss. You need more hockey news, and Locked On NHL is here to fill the gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps each day. Subscribe to Locked On NHL today wherever you get podcasts. So... If there's something Islanders related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the show, feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. Uh, you could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at Ice Wars, NYR, VSNYI, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest trades, free agents, signings, rumors, and everything else leading up to training camp and the 2021-2022 NHL season. So, I wanted to start off today's show talking about the Islanders' offense, and obviously there's a couple of holes that have to be filled. Uh... Certainly losing Jordan Eberle, who was playing wing on the first line, is, you know, not going to be that easy to replace. And losing Nick Letty, who was sort of the quarterback of the first power play unit and probably the team's best offensive defenseman and and puck-rushing defenseman, will not be easy to replace either. And from a purely offensive standpoint, I hope Noah Dobson is ready to step in and and maybe take over more responsibility on the power play, more responsibility rushing the puck, do a little bit more than what we've seen from him so far. And this will be his third complete NHL season, well actually his first complete one, but his third NHL season last two years 
have been cut short by COVID. But uh, and, and maybe it's time for him to sort of make that jump and take that leap. And there is always the possibility, and I still think it's a legitimate one, that the Islanders will trade for uh, at least a solid puck-moving defenseman with some experience who would compete with Noah Dobson for that second-pairing spot, or if Dobson is ready, we'll move down to the third pairing. But when you talk about offense, trying to replace Jordan Eberle, uh, there are some reasons for optimism and some reasons for question marks. And look, the optimism is easy. Uh, Oliver Wallstrom will have one more year of experience under his belt. He will be more mature physically. He will have the offseason to hopefully work on his strength and work on whatever else the coaching staff feels he needs to do better and come back and be ready for next season and hopefully for a bigger role. You obviously get back a healthy Anders Lee, which makes a big difference. Lee was the Islanders' leading goal scorer in 2019-2020. He was leading the team in goals when he was injured midway through this season. And getting him back, and assuming he can play close to 75, 80, 82 games, you could pencil him in for anywhere between 25 and 35 goals, and... You know, having him healthy for a full season should be an offensive upgrade over what we lost. But when it comes to replacing Eberly, and, you know, the, the, the thing is there are still more questions than answers. Obviously, the rumors exist that Kyle Palmieri has re-signed, that Zach Parise has been signed, that Casey Sezikis has been re-signed. Assuming that those rumors are true, Palmieri, at this stage in his career, in my mind, does not really replace Jordan Eberle. Right now, I am looking at Kyle Palmieri as more of a 15-20 to goal guy, especially on a defensive-oriented team like the New York Islanders. Now, if he stays healthy, is he capable of going 20 to 25 goals over the course of a year? You know, he's not that old uh, by hockey standards. Yeah, I think he might be, but given the way the Islanders play, the back-checking, the the defense-first attitude, it is, to me, more likely we're looking at 15 to 20 goals. And at this point in his career... You have to wonder, what is Zach Parise capable of doing? And, you know, the answer in my mind is probably 10 to 15 goals for Zach Parise. Now, maybe he sees some time on the second power play unit where he would have a little more room to maneuver and a little more time to do things. But I I don't view Zach Parise as the same player he was five years ago now that he's, you know, on the wrong side of 35. I think we'll still see flashes of what Parise used to be. I think he will be a very useful player, but as far as replacing Jordan Eberle, no, he is not that guy. If Travis Zajac comes back, and again, there have been rumors to that effect, again, I don't see Zajac 
and we saw him in the playoffs and the regular season, I don't see Zajac as anything more than a third-line kind of a guy. Maybe for a game or two, he could step up and go second line if he had to. But realistically, you know, Zajac is more of a third or a line kind of a player at this stage of his career. Really best suited to be the 13th forward uh, on your roster if everybody's healthy and everything breaks. So the key to me, you know, the alternatives, if you don't make the trade, you get Lee back, that's a plus. Wallstrom should be better than he was a year ago, and if he stays healthy, again, that's another big plus. And then, you know, Palmieri, well, he might be able to come close to the kind of production Jordan Eberle had, but probably a little bit below it. So, in my mind, the key to improving the offense remains... I mean, really improving it, not just a little bit of improvement, remains adding that sniper that I still think takes the team to the next level. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. Ryan Pulak's season, his playoffs, and his future with the team, plus our Islanders birthday of the day, and a lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Islander fans, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. In fact, we're almost at the pennant race and playoff race part of the season. You've got your NFL preseason underway, and and that's always exciting, and you can bet on that, plus soccer getting started as well. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. So we continue our look at every player on the Islanders roster, how they did during the season, how they did during the playoffs, and of course, uh, what their future with the franchise looks like. And uh, if you haven't caught all of them, please go back. Uh, we basically started a couple of you know days after the uh, Islanders lost Game 7 to the Tampa Bay Lightning in the conference final, and we've been going player by player, show by show, uh, throughout the entire roster. Today, we take a look at Ryan Pulak, the uh, veteran defenseman who will turn 27 on October 6th. And uh, look, former first-round pick back in 2013, played all 56 games for the Islanders during the regular season, had two goals and 17 points in those 56 games, but was a plus 15. So, you look at the overall numbers and you see a mixed bag. The goal scoring way down. He had 10 goals in 68 games in 2019-2020. The assists down, the points down, plus minus doubled almost from 8 to 15. Uh, but look, yeah, you know, he he's had 10 goals, 9 goals, 10 goals in the 3 seasons before this past year. I'm not worried that Ryan Pulak has suddenly lost his ability to contribute 
offensively however he's going to do that. But that is not the main part of his game. And I think one of the reasons for the fall-off in his point total was less production for Pulak on the power play. You look at his power play goals, 5, 3, and 3 in the three full previous seasons before that. Didn't have any this year. Power play assists, he went from 6, 6, 5 to 1. So less production on the power play, part of the problem. And I think, again, part of that goes back to missing Anders Lee, who could take those hard shots that Pulak is capable of blasting from the point and deflect them or to screen the goalie, or to get a rebound, that helped the power play be more productive and helped Pulak's point total over the course of the season. But I'm not worried, because the main benefit you get from a player like Ryan Pulak is not the goals he's going to score. It's knowing that he is going to play 22-plus minutes a night and be a part of a duo along with Adam Pellick that is capable of shutting down some of the best forwards in the National Hockey League. And you've seen Barry Trotz do everything he can to match up Pellick and Pulak against elite offensive players, and the Islanders have been successful doing that. And the consistency, by the way, of the ice time you get from Orion Pulak. Look at this. 2018-2019, the first year Barry Trotz took over as coach. 22 minutes, 22 seconds. 2019-2020, average ice time for Ryan Pulak, 22 minutes, 24 seconds. Last year in 56 games, average ice time for Ryan Pulak, 22 minutes, 27 seconds. Yeah, I'm noticing a pattern here. He is good for the 22-plus minutes a night, and he's going to get that, you know, give you that strong defensive performance whenever he's out there. Now, in the playoffs, again, he plays in all 19 games for the Islanders, and he put up four goals in the playoffs and two assists, so that's... uh, Six points, obviously. And the minutes of, you know also went up. Now, some of that is because of overtime games. But, you know, 28 minutes and 42 seconds in the first playoff game. A couple of games in the playoffs with eight hits. Another with seven. Not afraid to block shots. Four block shots in a game. Three block shots. Three more. Three more. A lot of... Uh, willingness to sacrifice your body for the good of the team and overall you know Pulak helping Barry Trotz in a lot of ways because when they were on the road especially against Tampa and Boston you know Trotz split up Pelic and Pulak and as a result was able to have at least one of his top defensemen out there on the ice when he didn't have that last change, and that really did make a difference for the Islanders as far as their ability to play defense and and help to slow down some of those very, very talented players uh, on the Bruins' 
especially their top line, and on the Lightning, which really helped force a seventh and deciding game in that series. So, uh, offensively, again, Pulak picked it up a bit, and like I said, I wasn't worried about his drop in points during the regular season, and I think going forward, what we can expect from Ryan Pulak is, again, hopefully 75-plus games played, probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 6 to 8 goals, maybe 15 to 20 assists, uh, and more top defense minutes, shut down defensive play, and leadership that Pulak gives this team. And that leadership aspect of it continues to develop. You know, he's now in his prime. He'll be 27 years old before the season starts. So, uh, you know, October 6th, a week and a day before the season starts, he'll be 27. That is, for a defenseman especially, the middle of his prime, the prime of his prime. And I expect we will have several more significant productive years from Ryan Pulak as he continues to be one of the more important players on the New York Islanders. Now, we will continue our look at player-by-player on this Islanders roster. Uh, On Monday, when we come back, we will look at Josh Bailey and what he did for the team this year, uh, his good parts of the season, some of his struggles, and what he did in the playoffs, and of course his future with the team. So we will discuss that on Monday and make sure you join us for that. We've got more to come on today's show. We've got our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. Stay with us. More to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating question and wait while the counterperson orders the parts on their computer, choosing only the brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home, And in your pocket, rockauto.com is a family business. They've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years, and they have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, or even a new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, and they'll deliver it directly to your door. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com Today's episode is also brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? There is something for everyone. If you like fruit and chocolate together, there's raspberry, there's orange, and there's strawberry. Cherry Barcia, you've got mint brownie and German chocolate and cookies and cream and one of my favorites, salted caramel. All of the flavors are great, and if you haven't tried them all, you can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine permanent flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, but they are healthy too, and check out these macros. Each bar has 17 or 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180 per bar, 
only four or five grams of sugar and four to five grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15. You'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day as we go back into Islanders history. And we want to wish a very happy 54th birthday. It was actually, uh, the birthday was actually on Wednesday to former Islanders winger Brad Delgarno. Now, the Islanders drafted Delgarno with the sixth overall pick in the first round back in 1985. Big guy for that era. Uh, six foot three, 215 pounds, joined the Islanders for two games in the 85-86 season where he potted his first NHL goal and then uh, played one playoff game with the Islanders in 86-87. By 87-88, he more or less had uh, made the team and he was with the organization through the 1995-96 season. Delgarno played in 321 games with the Islanders, 49 goals, 71 assists, 120 points, had 27 playoff games, two goals, six points there, and he was a part of that great 1993 Islanders playoff run that took the team all the way to the conference final. Uh, You know, Delgarno never really lived up to his high draft choice billing. Never became the goal scorer that many people hoped or expected he would be. But he did provide the team with a certain amount of steady play and size. We're going to go back and look at one of his better games with the Islanders. March 27, 1993, home game at the Nassau Coliseum. And it's the San Jose Sharks in town. Arters Urbe, the goalie for the Sharks. Glenn Healy was the netminder for the Islanders. Islanders getting on the board first. When Arters Urbe was called for delay of game, Islanders go to the power play, and Pierre Turgeon cashes in. His 47th from Steve Thomas and Derek King at 350. Islanders won. Sharks nothing. Then, three minutes, eight seconds later, Marty McGinnis, his 10th assist to our Islanders' birthday of the day, Brad Delgarno. And Scott Lachance, Islanders lead 2 to nothing after the first period. In the second, the Islanders extend the lead. Steve Thomas, his 32nd from Pierre Turgeon and Marty McGinnis at 101. That made it 3 to nothing. Then Pat Flatley gets in on it. His 12th, Darius Kasparitis and Tom Fitzgerald with the assists. Time of the goal, 634, 4-nothing Islanders. Turgeon tallies his second of the game, 48th of the year. Steve Thomas and Vladimir Malakov with the helpers at 825. And the Islanders were in a dominate, dominant 5-0 position. But the Sharks do get back into the game. Travis Green off for high sticking. Kelly Kissio, the Sharks captain at the time, gets a power play goal. His 21st from Doug Zmolik and Peter Ahola at 10.43, and then Rob Goudreau, his 22nd from Johan Garpenlov and Kelly Kissio at 12.09, and it's 5-2. But Brad Delgarno, our Islanders' birthday of the day, adds to the Islanders' lead late in the second period. His 13th goal of the year, Marty McGinnis and Dennis Vasky with the helpers at 18.39, and the score was 6-2 Islanders 
after two periods. In the third, Jeff Odgers made it 6-3. to three. David Williams and Mark Peterson with the assists early. But Brad Delgarno adds to the Islanders' lead. His 14th, Brian Mullen and Travis Green with the helpers. Islanders win this one by a final score of 7-3. to three. Islanders peppered Arters Urbe with 48 shots on goal, while Glenn Healy only had to make 18 saves to, uh, to earn the victory. And as for Brad Delgarno, uh, two goals, one assist. He was a plus three, and he scored on both shots on goal that he took in this game. So a strong performance by Brad Delgarno, and uh, we wish him a slightly belated uh, but very happy 54th birthday and many, many happy more. One more thing uh, that I did want to mention before we headed out. First of all, definitely, uh, if you have a chance, check out Robin Lehner's uh, Twitter Uh, He was tweeting on Thursday about uh, a lot of things. He took questions, and some of them definitely related to the Islanders and certainly how he feels about Islanders fans. So if you haven't had a chance to check that out, uh, definitely worth a look. And then I guess the other thing is just to stress at this point, patience. The New York Islanders, Lou Lamorello waiting, hasn't made any announcement. I still think there is something coming and coming soon. And that before training camp opens, and certainly before the season starts, uh, Lou Lamorello will make at least one, probably two trades that will help improve this team, whether it be a defenseman to replace Nick Letty or that sniper that the team has been looking for. So uh, I still have faith in Lou Lamorello, and let's see what happens. Betting on the Islanders doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. That's going to do it for today's episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Uh, Join me. Uh, We'll be back Monday. Again, we'll look at Josh Bailey. We'll have the latest Islanders news, rumors, and notes. And, of course, our Islanders birthday of the day. And I'll also be guest hosting the Locked On NHL podcast on Monday. So definitely check that one out as well. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And, of course, let's go Islanders.